On an evening in August of 2016, several hundred people gathered for a beautiful celebration at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History in Detroit. The event featured food, music, and dolls. Lots of dolls. In fact, the whole event revolved around one doll in particular. Her name is Melody Ellison, and she is the newest release in the Be Forever line from the American Girl Company. Tonight we're at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History in Detroit having an absolute ball because we're introducing Melody to Detroit and 400 wonderful people, including about 200 giggly girls who bought their American Girl dolls and having fun and dancing. So it's wonderful. The celebration at the Wright Museum was only one of several that took place in Detroit to kick off Melody's debut. Each event featured big turnouts and plenty of press coverage in Detroit and around the country. So why all this fuss for a doll? Well, for one thing, American Girl Be Forever dolls are not exactly your ordinary doll. They're more like characters at the center of a whole universe of merchandise and media. Each doll represents a different moment in American history. There's some 20 characters to choose from, like Felicity from the American Revolution or Kit, an aspiring young reporter from the Great Depression. Each character is featured in a series of novels and movies, and you can buy additional outfits and accessories for your doll, all designed to match the appropriate historical moment. Teams of historians and designers work to ensure maximum accuracy for each doll's story and her accompanying products. These are high-end, high-quality, and highly coveted dolls. But even by the standards of the American girl world, Melody has gotten star treatment. To understand why, you need to know that American Girl's newest release is the most recent chapter in a long and complicated history of black dolls in America. This history includes legacies of racism and violence, as well as hope and resistance. On today's episode of Death and Numbers, we'll be tracing that history— and exploring how Melody fits into it. I'm Caroline Pinkston. You can't talk about the history of black dolls without also addressing the history of race and racism in the United States. Historian Robin Bernstein has traced these intertwined histories in her book, Racial Innocence, showing how black dolls helped reinforce white supremacy in 19th century America. Many black dolls were produced by white companies and purchased by white children, and they often represented the worst of the era's racist beliefs. Many early black dolls were little better than racist caricatures, and they were often used to reenact racist storylines. White children often treated their black dolls violently by whipping them, beating them, and hanging them. Sometimes advertisements for the dolls explicitly encouraged this kind of play. Not surprisingly, black communities pushed back against these racist depictions. By the early 1900s, black dolls had become an important part of what's called the New Negro Movement, which fought to counteract racist stereotypes and promote black self-esteem. Both Marcus Garvey and Booker T. Washington promoted manufacturing black dolls to help instill self-respect and self-esteem in young black girls. In 1911, R.H. Boyd founded the National Negro Doll Company to help do just that. Publications from the Chicago Defender to the NAACP's Crisis Magazine ran advertising that explicitly tied the purchase of black dolls to the cause of racial justice. 
But in the early 20th century, many of these black dolls were made of expensive materials and often imported from abroad, making them prohibitively expensive for many families. By the mid-20th century, though, mass production of plastics opened up all kinds of new possibilities for toy manufacturers, and dolls were no exception. But mass-produced dolls raised new issues. The few black dolls produced by mainstream toy companies were often made from the same mold as white dolls and simply dyed a different color. In the 1960s and 70s, a number of black-owned companies produced dolls with names and physical characteristics more representative of the African-American community. But these producers didn't often have the reach or the resources of massive toy companies like Mattel. And black dolls produced by these toy giants remained rare. Mattel didn't issue its first official black Barbie until the 1970s. Accordingly, the few black dolls manufactured by mainstream toy producers took on increased importance. If a toy store or magazine presented an infinite variety of white dolls, but only a handful of black options, these dolls took on a heavy weight of representation for the children of all races that might purchase them. Did they represent adequately the fullness and variety of black life? Did they encourage play that was expansive and imaginative or limiting? Did they reinforce or resist stereotypes? These questions made black dolls the center of public conversation, and the answers were frequently unsatisfying. These histories of racism, resistance, and representation should be important considerations for any toy company that makes dolls. But American Girl's Be Forever dolls are explicitly designed to represent and teach American history. So when American Girl produced its first black historical doll, Addie, in 1993, she not only had to represent black dolls, she also had to represent black history. As writer Aisha Harris notes in an article for Slate, Addie was designed through consultation with a team of experts who decided to place her in the Civil War era, giving her a backstory as a former slave who escapes to freedom in the North with her mother. This context was far from arbitrary. Rather, the advisory team was determined to provide Addie with a story that represented a crucial moment in African-American history, but that was also empowering. The team paid careful attention to the smallest details of Addie's physical characteristics and her clothing and accessories— from the texture of her hair to the cowrie shell necklace she would wear. The team also debated big-picture questions, like how would they represent the history of slavery in a way that was appropriate and accessible for American Girl's young audience without glossing over its horrors. Addie is still available from American Girl today. Since her creation, she has been one of the company's most beloved dolls, but she has also been the center of controversy. In part, this controversy stems from Addie's role as the only black doll available from the Be Forever line. Beginning in 2011, American Girl briefly offered another black character, a wealthy girl living in 19th century New Orleans, but she was archived in 2014. That means that Addie might be a beautiful, carefully crafted doll, but she still represents a big problem. In a 2015 essay for the Paris Review, writer Britt Bennett put it this way. If you were a white girl who wanted a historical doll who looked like you, you could imagine yourself in Samantha's Victorian home or with Kirsten weathering life on the prairie. If you were a black girl, you could only picture yourself as a runaway slave.
With the debut of Melody, American Girl expands the moments in African-American history that children can imagine. Melody's character, like Addie's, was carefully crafted. Detroit was chosen intentionally. Here's how a press release from American Girl explained the choice. As an important city in the civil rights movement, Melody's hometown of Detroit was selected to showcase one of the country's most vibrant and thriving black communities of the era, with more independent black-owned businesses like Motown Records than any other location in the country, as well as home to one of the largest chapters of the NAACP. The Detroit location also helps young readers understand that the struggle for civil rights was not just an issue in the South, and that African Americans throughout the United States faced racial inequality and discrimination. Melody was also developed in conjunction with a truly all-star advisory board to ensure historical accuracy. The six-member team that worked on her character included the legendary Julian Bond, founding member of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, Juanita Moore, the founding executive director of the National Civil Rights Museum, and renowned historian Thomas Segrew, among other important scholars and activists. Does all this care and hard work mean that Melody will be exempt from the kind of scrutiny and controversy that has accompanied other black dolls? Probably not. But in press releases and interviews, American Girl representatives have stressed that they are paying attention to more than just the history that Melody represents. They're also stressing the kind of effect she'll have on young girls who play with her today, in 2018. The president of American Girl said, We're proud to introduce Melody and hope she'll serve as an important role model to girls, giving them the courage to use their voices to speak up about what they believe in, even when it's not easy to do a concept that's just as important today as it was over 50 years ago. Melody's character is new, but in some ways the role she plays is an old one. She's part of a long struggle to create and produce black dolls that are empowering and realistic role models for young girls. She's certainly not the final chapter in that struggle, but based on her reception at the kickoff events in Detroit, she's off to a good start with her most important audience, Little Girls. I love how Melody's from Detroit. I love how she's from the 1960s. I like everything, basically. We're so excited to have Melody now. We're so excited to have Melody. I like how she's an African-American and that she's new and she really expresses herself. This has been Death and Numbers a podcast created and produced by the Humanities Media Project and the College of Liberal Arts at UT Austin and Liberal Arts Instructional Technology Services. I'm Caroline Pinkston. Notes for the show, including links and photos, can be found on our website, humanitiesmediaproject.org. Our theme music is Enthusiast by Tours. Thank you for listening.